You're listening to This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630Chad. It is 846 here on your Tuesday morning. Oh, y'all cranked up for ski season? <laughs> you could you could grass ski in Edmonton, I guess, at this point. It's almost a... Frustrating. It's a mindset, though, right? If you see snow, you get really excited. But if you don't see snow, then I don't think your mind goes to skiing. And the weather is beautiful. Like, I, I wore a t-shirt out yesterday. Oh, oh and... T- <laughs> Tim Day uh, from the Snow Valley Ski Club just gave me the look of all looks. He does not like this that topic. That was beyond side eye. The uh, the temperature, and I wouldn't either because he, you know, he's a marketing communications manager over at the Snow Valley Ski Club, and if there's no snow, there I'm watching ain't no the weather skiing. like a hawk. I got to tell you. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> and I'm not the only one. How's it going, Tim? How's business? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. No, it's good so far. Uh, you know, season pass sales are strong. Lessons are, are booking up. So everyone's really pumped about the season, which is great. Yeah. Um, and one of the things we're doing this year is we're celebrating our 75th season. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, that's amazing and, to me. Yeah, right? That there was a ski hill. I'm trying to think of what it was like skiing in Edmonton 75 years ago, what that looked like on they, this location. They, had, they literally just sidestepped up the hill. Really? And then, and then turned around and went down. Right, uh, and eventually they had a tow rope tied into a truck motor, and pulled them up, and you know burned your gloves off every yeah. third what run. Did, what did skis look like back then? So they would have been straight and long, uh, even t- into the '80s when I, you know, first went skiing. I had uh, you know a straight ski of you know 210 centimeters, and they said, "Okay, that's good." I'm like, I'd never do that now, right? Because mm. technology has made it much easier. So that's the nice part. That's what I was told. Oh, you're a big guy. You need some long planks. So I got some 210s, and uh, yeah. they were horrible. Yeah. Oh, and then you'd be 500 miles an hour down the hill. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, I should never have ever. And you're been. in the creek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Campground and, and then the creek. Exactly. Uh, the one nice thing about technology now is that even if nature isn't giving you snow, you can make snow. But the question is, can you make enough in this situation to get going? Right. So typically at this time of year, the temperature, certainly overnight, gets below minus five. And... Uh, we have an extensive system of snowmaking that, you know, we can move guns around and, and we can make snow enough at the bottom that we can push it up mm. and open. Uh, yeah, with the inclement weather, we call it inclement, mm-hmm. everyone else calls it beautiful. Uh, you know, that, that week in October that was like the 23rd, I think, we made about a third of the snow we need. Mm. And so now we're just waiting to fill the rest. And it looks decent in this next little bit, certainly next week, but... It's just wait and see, and everyone's just sitting there like... Because everything hinges on snow. Absolutely, yeah. And we need to make a ton of snow because the carpets, you know, if you stood by them right now, they're three feet off the ground. So you got to make that much snow, pack it, and make it level. The carpets. So the carpet lift. So you just slide on, and then it takes you up on it's a like conveyor a flat belt. escalator. Oh. And then you're at the top of the hill. Apparently, I haven't gone skiing for a long time. There. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, yeah, the 210 yeah, rosin nozzle. You wouldn't want to be taking those babies no. up because you'd, you'd be starting the, and then you'd be done. You'd be the only one on it because yeah. nobody else would be able to fit. So we have two two carpets, uh, one on our Discover Beginner Hill and another on a, another hill. It's just a bit longer. And then we have a quad chair <laughs> and a triple chair. Yeah. Uh, so My knees have not been on a, on a ski hill for a while. <laughs> As it turns you out. You can come enjoy it. So do you know, like, when when do you usually open? We always say mid-November. 
Mid- because we're as, we're the fourteenth, my friend. Well, we're at mid-November. <laughs> Hot dog. We wish we were open. Yeah. Um, you know, the earliest I've seen it since I've been there is November seven, and the latest is December second. Mm. But we anticipate. You know, with the snow that we have and everything that we anticipate making, we could probably, you know, knock on wood, you know, we can open late next week, but it's going to be like wait and see. And, and so, you know, our socials will be just alive when we're open or even close to opening. So keep an eye on that. Pretty much, yeah. I know there's an appeal to this hill. I know that uh, Sarah, our technical producer, just sits and waits. She's got a pass already. She's good to go. She's just waiting for the snow to come down. What is the appeal of a small hill? Because this is not a mountain hill. This is not going to compare to a Marmot or a Lake Louise or a Sunshine. What is the appeal? What brings you close? One, it's safe in regards that it's short. It's a teachable area. Mm -hmm. Uh, The terrain is pretty easy. There's no super challenging stuff, but there's enough that, you know, you can go through the motions, check all your equipment. Uh, and the other, it's local. It's super yeah. close. So, you know, the lights are on at Snow Valley. People driving over the Rainbow Valley Bridge at two miles an hour. <laughs> they're, they're going, hey, they're open. And so that's, it's you know, it's super local. And, you know, Edmonton is really, really lucky. We have, we have four hills yeah. uh, in the area. So everyone has access for sure. And so that's that's one of the great things. So having a local hill that's teachable lets you go to the mountains and say, okay, I can... I can do this run. I can do it. Um, you certainly hope in the next couple of weeks you do get open because you have some events planned already. We do, uh, yeah. On the weekend of you know, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, we have Welcome to Winter, uh, which kicks off with uh, Service Community Fridays where we where we give $5 from each lift ticket after 3 o'clock to a charity, and this year it's going to be the Edmonton Food Bank. So Good. we hope to uh, pump their tires a lot and give them some support. Talking with uh, Tim Day from Snow Valley. Is all the construction around you, is that being a, is that bothering you? Or does that impact you at all, apart from slowing traffic down so they can sit there and dream of skiing? Right. Uh, access to the hill is not affected. Uh, it has affected our parking a bit because um, they had to, one of the laydown areas took away like about 60 spots. Mm. Uh, but access, the road and everything all the way down the hill, it's not impeded whatsoever. But clearly there is a ton of construction mm. uh, happening there. And it's just to widen the bridge, of course, which is a four-year plan. So unfortunately we have to get used to it. So staff park in the campground. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, I bet. Do all the ski hills talk to each other? Yep. And say, hey, what's going on? The temperatures? Yeah, you know, within a, yeah, with gonna... stuff like, you know, She's like, I couldn't make snow last night. Did you? Yeah, I got some done. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like a friendly competition for sure. Um, the industry in itself, you know, uh, with, you know, Marmot Basin, Lake Louise, Sunshine, like we're all in contact, you know, celebrating their opening days and, you know, hoping that everyone can can have a great season for sure. New techniques and making something that Mother Nature usually delivers. All the operations right? guys the are MacGyvers. Let me tell you, they'll make something out of nothing. Well, uh, I hope you, you get something. It. Yeah. I know you will. Uh, the snow will fall at some point, or the temperatures will drop enough that you can make enough and uh, have another great season. 75th uh, season at Snow Valley. Tim Day, great to have you in here. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you very much. Good to see eye to eye, even if that was yeah. a massive side eye over <laughs> right. to Stacy to start things off. Yeah. It's one of those you people look. Don't you. mention Environment <laughs> Canada. You people. <laughs> All right. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. 
Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.